Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You got to embrace the cream, you know, because if you don't, you'll wish that you would have. Huh, the dog just howled. Well, that's creepy. That is creepy. All right, games. Hold Marco? On. And oh. no, I'm still here. <laughs> I should check that out, but I don't want to leave you alone for. I assume Mrs. Yeti will scream and tear if something's going on. Okay. Um, video games. Let's talk video games. First and foremost, do you want to talk about Insomniac? You you hit me up a couple days ago, and you were like, I can't wait to shit all over your hopes and your dreams. I did say that specifically. Uh, Was I it dreams hope- and hopes? I never said hopes or dreams. Oh, what did you say? I said, I can't wait to take a shit on you. Oh, not on my hopes or dreams. Just on me. <laughs> Just on you. Amber Turd style. Uh oh, not the bed. On, on me specifically. On you specifically, yeah. Are you gonna aim or are you just gonna like shotgun this thing? You know what? I'm just gonna go eat some chili and we'll see what happens. Okay. Gross. <laughs> um <laughs> and it's because of the insomniac leaks is why? Uh no. So you had made like you had called me kind of nuts for thinking some things like about how Sony is just not going in a good direction right now. Like we're going to kind of see a dip in in the quality and what they're putting out. And I think that they're making a lot of wrong decisions for how much of the console power that they have. And you're like, oh, no, they're doing fine. They're doing great. They have this. They have that. And I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, you have right. no reason to believe that there's going to have any sort of dip in quality. What are you talking about? Well, I gave you my reasoning in the fact that they have just siphoned basically all of their, like, all of their, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They put all of their hopes on just a handful of franchises when there's so much more that they could be doing with what they have under their belt. They have, like, 17 studios, like, hard at work at games. What are you talking about? What are, okay, what are the main games that they've put out in the last five to ten years? In the last five to ten years? Yeah. Okay, main games. Let's start main, with the biggest, biggest releases that in ever- the last ten years. Okay, in the last decade. Yeah. Do you want to start? Let's start with. Uh, I'll just start naming stuff. Cannon fodder style, like you after some chili. Here we go. We're gonna blow that bowl up. <laughs> I love Ratchet and Clank. So Ratchet and Clank. We're gonna put that there. Sackboy. Okay. There was go. one release in the last ten years, right? For Ratchet and Clank. Two. They had the 2016 game, and then they had one that came out when the PS5 came out. Oh, Rift Apart came out with the PS5. Yeah. Okay. Dude, Rift Apart was so fun. Um, okay. Things, yes. So Ratchet and Clank, Sackboy. I don't count of... Sackboy because nobody talked about Sackboy <clears throat> when it came out. Uh, I know plenty of people that talked about it. So what are you talking about? Nobody talked about it for me. So it's if you haven't heard people talk about it, then it doesn't exist. I want you to just list off the stuff that everyone has been talking about. So all the people that I talk to that have a PS5, they don't talk about Sackboy at all. Well, I can't know fact, what you like, know before I say 
games, right? Okay, fine. Keep going. Okay, so let's start again. Ratchet and Clank. Sackboy. Last of Us. Yes. Uncharted. Yes. Days Gone. Mm-hmm. Got away. Wait, Days Gone was 2014 or 2015? Around in there. I definitely think it's within 10 years, that's for sure. Okay, all right. Give it a Googs. Okay. I don't have my computer. I'd I'm just going to trust you. Don't worry. Okay. Did it Horizon? Mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima? Mm-hmm. Returnal? Mm-hmm. I don't count Returnal. <sighs> Be- because you you just say it doesn't exist? No, it's just nobody. Again, it came out. Nobody talked about it. And Housemark is making bangers. I didn't like Returnal all that much. Like, it's fun. The gameplay, like, the, the guns are fun. Like, it feels good. Okay, just let the me whole, like, let if me you die, you have to start at the very beginning. Ugh, let me I narrow this that. down a bit. So, you know, like, with Xbox, the only thing people talk about actively is Halo, right? I, I literally yeah. can't. Yeah, I can't name another franchise. Oh, you know what? Maybe Forza. We'll say and maybe Forza and Gears. Halo. Nobody really talks about Gears as much anymore. Dude, that's the game I want to play the most on the Xbox. I'll tell you what. You know what? Gears 1 through 3, beautiful, but fuck 4 and 5. Judgment was fun. Judgment. Whoa. <laughs> what do you mean? I th- I had a great time with Judgment. We'd play right. online. It was okay. so fun. No judgment. About my judgment. <laughs> um, Okay, so let's just say, like, safely, though, I think it... Whenever people talk about Xbox, it's almost exclusively Halo and Forza are like the only two things that come up. We'll say maybe Death Stranding, maybe Gears of War. Okay, when I think PlayStation, mm-hmm. and when most people discuss PlayStation, whether it be in journalism or Twitter or in you know YouTube, mm-hmm. it usually falls to to these specific franchises. Spider Man in, in the last ten years. Okay, The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Horizon, mm-hmm. God of War, mm-hmm. and whatever Marvel is doing, which right Ratchet now is Spider Man. Ratchet and Clank. Gotta put I that don't in see Ratchet and Clank come up that much. Come on, dude. He's a. Uh, oh, and Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima Links. and Bloodborne. Oh, yeah. Bloodborne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> People fucking went nuts for that game. I tried to play it. I didn't get into it. I tried to play it like recently and I was like, this. Yeah, so I know I know Bloodborne <clears> just has a fucking diehard fan base, and like I don't go a week without seeing it pop up on my feed. Yeah. Um, so those are those are when I think Sony, and when I see Sony, those are always the things that come into conversation. Uncharted, I would say maybe a couple years ago, but they haven't really done anything aside from remasters in recent years. And they came also- out with a movie two years ago. I'm talking about games, though. We're not talking about... If we do movies... They did man, Uncharted that's... 4. They did Lost Legacy. Uncharted 4 was a PS4 title, though, right? Yeah, but PS4... And what do you mean? PS4 is not they... that old. What are you talking I about? I know, but that was... what That game was, what, in, like, 2015? Maybe. But then they did Lost Legacy. That was pretty fun. They did a bunch of remasters as well for the PS5 and for PC. Then they put out a movie for it, and that did okay, really I'm well not, with people who are 10 years old. We're talking about games, my nigga, not movies. <laughs> but if it's such a popular thing, they made a movie out of it, then it's pretty relevant. I could say the same thing about the shit Paramount series they did on Halo, but I don't count that. But... <laughs> 
We're talking. That would be games. like if I did a drawing of Halo, and I was like, "Oh, it, it compares to a major motion picture." We're that talking people actually about saw. games, my guy. Games. All right. So, what's your point? So, my point is, it feels as though, and it looks as though, Sony has kind of narrowed themselves into this. We have this specific formula of kind of the more story-based games. We're milking The Last of Us. We're milking the Spider-Man stuff. There's we're two games for The Last of Us. How's that milking it? Dude, look at all the remasters. Each of those. There's more remasters <laughs> than there are yeah. Last of Us games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got a point. Point next. Yeah, they like are about to remaster the second one, and it like just fucking came out. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. So like, <laughs> okay. If we look at Spider-Man, same thing happened there. But the first Spider-Man game came out in like 2016, I think it was, or 2017. Uh-huh. Remastered 2015, with... I think. It was a 2015. Okay. Uh, they didn't remaster that game. They did. No. For the PS5. They upscaled it. Ah, shit. You're right. Yep, they did. Yeah. And I don't then think they, they called did... it a remaster, did they? I don't know, actually. That's a I'm good pretty question. sure they just upscaled that bitch. And sold I know it they re-released again. it, though. And they included Miles Morales on there. Yeah, which also they included it there, but then Miles Morales was also its own separate game, right? Yep. And then they did Spider Man 2, which, you know, we'll probably get a remaster of that in two years. <laughs> two years? Why wait so long? <laughs> get that shit up for next Christmas. No, Madam Web drops in February. Remaster that. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Get it up for Madam Web. <laughs> right. Get the hype train going. Then Horizon Forbidden, that was a new IP. Uh, first one, from my understanding. Oh, we forgot um, Killzone. Bro, Killzone died with the PS4. What are you talking about? <laughs> no. Still real talking? to me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought up Horizon. That's made by Gorilla, and that's the last thing Gorilla did that wasn't Horizon was Killzone. Oh, oh Resistance. What? I'm just bringing up, I'm bringing up super old PlayStation yeah. games. <laughs> are you going to bring up Little Big Planet 3 as well, though? That's Sackboy's Little Big Planet. <laughs> Sackboy's a continuation of that. Because Media Molecule went and did Dreams for a, a fucking 12 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dreams sold horrifically, and I don't know how that studio is still open. I don't know what the fuck they're working on, but it better be good. Um. So yeah, they did Horizon, right? And then, yep. yeah, that was good. And then nobody liked Horizon 2. No, it's people did. I hate it. People there, liked it. There was a lot more debate. We'll say around Dude, they already came out with a VR game called like Mountain something, something or another. And I think they're making it into a movie or show. Show. There's a Horizon show in the works that was announced last year. People like Horizon. I hated Horizon too. Well, Horizon's one of those things, whenever it comes up into a conversation, I don't see anyone say anything good aside from the graphics were nice. It's the world is cool. The things that you fight are cool. Aloy sucks. And that's the same issue I hear with Spider-Man 2 as well. The game Peter Parker, a bitch. The world is great, but the story sucks. It's the same thing I hear about The Last of Us 2. The gameplay is great. The graphics are great, but the story sucks. I didn't play it. See the pattern I'm noticing here. I hear the same thing about God of War Ragnarok. Mechanics are the, the, the cinematic the story was great. What are you talking about? No, but the story is mid for that one. Oh, sorry. sorry. Stop so saying <laughs> average. The story is average for that. Dude, one. Dude, come on. You can't tell me when you hear people in their 30s, 40s, 50s being like, that's mid. It's so cringe. It's like, bruh. <laughs> yeah, get it? Not, not for mid, but for cringe. Yes. That's so cringe. It's like, dude, you're fucking 42. Ugh. 
Yeah, that's kind of cringe when cringe people say cringe. Anyways. Pay attention to it next time you listen to people talk on the internet. Yeah, now, now I will, actually, now that you've pointed it out. Like, it's, yeah. Um, but I hear that for a lot of people, that was very average for a God of War game. Do God of War games usually have zero story? Now it has great story. Okay. God of War games used to be Kratos is mad at the gods. Better is your story. It was an actual god of war. Yeah. Now he's a Dad. hermit. <laughs> a hermit father <laughs> who banged a giant. So I, I noticed that. So with what they're kind of shifting towards over the last decade. Yeah. They're still putting out things like Returnal. We'll say, or um, God. Did you play Returnal? No, I don't have a PlayStation. Mm. Yeah. And then they put out stuff like Forspoken and Final Fantasy exclusives and all that stuff. Right. Was Forspoken only on PlayStation? Yep. I heard that was bad. I did too. I heard that as well. Um, but, and even like a lot of people that own PlayStation 5s that are PlayStation fans notice that they seem to be going into this direction of, you know, following that pattern of beautiful games, beautiful cinematics, okay story. You know, great game mechanics as well, but okay story. But much like and- how you wouldn't accept me bringing up like Sackboy as a game that has any cultural relevance, I won't accept you saying that it has bad story because most people think that the story is fantastic. For what? For Horizon, for The Last of Us, for Spider-Man. Again, War. I, I'm I'm hearing very different things from the, the PlayStation players that I... Who? Fucking who? You know, YouTubers. And stuff you know, like- okay. YouTube. Dude, there's a bunch of people who just professionally hate on shit. Are you listening to them? No, I'm just listening to the people that are having no bias with it. Because I don't like listening to just Xbox people or just PlayStation people. I like to listen to the person that has will just objectively look at one or the other and be like, hey, that's shit or that's good. Okay. Right? So I'm I'm really, I'm not factoring in just because I own an Xbox. Because I could shit on Xbox if we really wanted to go down that road as well. So let's put a bow on what your argument is. Okay. So my bow is Sony seems to be kind of going into this direction of just making these really cinematic games that seem to be lackluster in kind of the, the, the core elements. And on top of that, they had gone into a direction of, oh, we're just going to go like gung ho on live service games, even though they announced that when live service games had already peaked. And now it's coming back to kind of bite them in which, they're shutting down all of these live service games and they're cutting staff, but I can't really use the cutting staff thing because the entire industry is experiencing layoffs. Right. right. Um, and now there was this leak that happened with Insomniac. Okay. And I guess this is what I was. Yeah. And this kind of, I guess, confirmed a lot of like things that whether you're a PlayStation lover or hater or in between, just a lot of things that people were thinking. So let's just, so, I want to say it was Sunday, Sunday night or Monday. Some hackers had hacked Insomniac and were just like, give us $2 million and we won't release the stuff. And there was like, what it was 1.67 terabytes of stuff that they'd collected. Yeah. They wanted like 50 Bitcoin or something. Yeah. So Sony just was like, no. So then throughout Monday and Tuesday earlier this week, they just flooded the internet with shit. So in that, uh, a fully playable version of Insomniac's Wolverine game, which wasn't due to come out till 2025, available to play on PC right now. Now, I don't believe it's the entire game. I believe it's a section of the game. 
I I saw that it's the entire game. So I I've been trying to Google since you mentioned yeah. that, and I can't find that. That it was the whole game, or that yeah, it was that's the whole game that's playable. Oh, okay. So what uh, the reports I had all read is that it's fully playable, but no one was linking it. Because mm, I watched somebody play a section of it. <laughs> yeah, there's a section. There were some section clips that were floating around. I did yeah. see that. Um, so apparently that's fully playable on PC. It actually looks pretty solid. But it looks it, cool. It looked a lot like the Spider-Man gameplay. I, Which I would expect. I mean, they're making it in the same universe. As the, so I, I'd expect it's kind of Spider-Man-esque, but in the forest with claws. Okay. Uh, then there were a bunch of financials that came out as well. Yeah. Um, you said that Ratchet and Clank lost them $8 million? Yeah. So, oh, oh. excuse me. So I uh I actually so I went back and looked at that. So it turns out the the report that said that was actually a predictions report based on what ra- the performance of Ratchet and Clank in previous years. In actuality, it made them a couple million dollars. Hey, I love Ratchet and Clank. I hope they make more. I they're so fun. They are making another one. Yeah. Um, but then there were also like a lot of stipulations in there. So there's like, for example, the reason why they kept pushing Spider-Man 2 like all fucking year was because if they don't meet a sales target of 6 million units, Marvel can terminate the deal and Sony has to pay a termination fee. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Because I was I was wondering why. Because like compared to like Spider-Man 1 and Miles Morales, I didn't remember seeing it pushed as hard. But they were really like all year. They were really hyping Spider-Man too. I don't know if you noticed that as well. I didn't really notice, but I would have assumed had I not known what you just told me that it's because Sony only put out Spider-Man two last year, right? Or this year. Oh yeah, this year. This year. Yeah. So yeah, that could also be another thing. But hold on, we got that Last of Us remaster this year, didn't we? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! I think you, yeah, that was this year, and I think they have another one planned for next, next year. year. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> so there's that, right? Um, I'm trying to think what else was in there. Uh, oh, uh, Insomniac's full lineup t- through to 2030 was yeah. Also- what is it? So um, I don't remember the exact order. Oh no, sorry. The order was I know I'm missing one of them in here though. So it goes Venom, nice Wolverine, nice Spider-Man three in two parts. We'll see. And two X-Men. parts. Yeah, two parts. Yeah. And X Men. X Men. Yeah. All Mar Insomniacs just doing Marvel games. What you said, Ratchet and Clank was in there. Oh, but that's yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like in the so there was a separate report that were just part of like Sony leaks that just oh. listed um like other upcoming games and in there where it was like talking about Ratchet and Clank, Clank Rift Apart. It yeah. said that there was another sequel planned. I mean, the- if. As long as they can stay away from the woke fucking bullshit that is unnecessary, they make fucking great games. It's just the woke shit that made me annoyed with Spider-Man 2. And that's, again, this is a thing that people are starting to notice is just becoming commonplace in a lot of the mainstream Sony games that are released. Like last You know why that is? Why? They contract with a company that's an advisory company that specifically adds, like, notes and tags in, like, the, so that... Insomniac would go to them, or I think that they'd had to do this with um, God of War, the mm-hmm. first one, and Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And the name of the company is something fucking stupid. It's like Purple Whale or something like that. They, <laughs> adv- it, it's really fucking dumb. And you gar- you bet your ass it's based out of San Francisco. They it, they give notes, and they're like, you know what you could do to increase the in- 
diversity and inclusion, you could make blah, 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 this color, or you could make blah, 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 blah. Literally, like, they get thanked in the credits of games. What? Yeah, they go to a consultant company. That's what it is. And they advise them specifically on diversity, inclusion. That's why I think, like, in God of War, you know, one of the, like, Loki meets up with a giant. And, you know, it's all Norse mythology. It's all, like, you know, Norwegian type shit. But this North giant chick that Loki bumps into happens to be black. Whatever. It's not that big a deal. But it's also, like, that's not the color that you would expect. Yeah, a fucking Norse god to be in, you know, the palest part of the world. Like, not that it's like, oh my, like, oh my god, I'm freaking out about it. It's just like, that tears away Why? the immersion a little you know? bit, because it's like, yeah, yeah no. Nah. Um, so yeah, it's just, uh, god, I don't even remember. Yeah, there we go. So people have been noticing it, because it's, it's kind of been steady building since The Last of Us 2. Um, I think was, people that we talk to notice this. I think mass audiences don't notice that shit at all. I think mass not audiences are starting to notice it, and Spider-Man Two is where it started happening on mass. Maybe. I like I I do notice like even a lot of the I, maybe even the more centrist or woker um like reviewers they even they kind of notice like why is this in here? Why do they need to do this? Or or even just acknowledging that. Hey, Miles Morales is his own character. He's not Spider-Man kind of deal. Um, but this is the same problem that fucking Xbox has with its uh, exclusive as well. They fucking put a woman in charge. Wokeified, oh, they wokeified Gears of War, first of all. Aww. Yeah, dude, that's why I say just play the first three. Don't fucking bother with four and five. Um, Judgment. Sure. I I love Judgment, dude. I had a little. I this is when I was just getting into video games after a long hiatus. Of, dedicated to debauchery i was like i got an i had a playstation 3 i had an xbox 360 yeah playstation 3 right mm-hmm. yeah it was right before 4 came out i was playing grand theft auto with ace guy on, and we were playing gears of war judgment and we played this mode where you were either like the gears of war dudes and you had to like protect your base or you were like the lo- what are they called locusts the locust, yeah. Yeah, you were trying to invade them. And you could be this one that was like this frog looking thing, but it jumped around like a chimp and it could like climb up shit. And we called him a popcorn frog. And we'd be like, I go ribbit, then I get it. I go ribbit, then I get it. And you'd like sneak into the base and smack the shit out of those chainsaw wielding motherfuckers. It's so fun. I can appreciate the the nostalgia factor because there's a lot of shitty games that I have that nostalgia factor for. Um but yeah, no, Gears of War, I think if you played one through three, it might change some of your perspective of three. And I just remember it being very brown. What the oh, you mean just color palette wise? Yeah, I just remember brown. Everywhere yeah, brown. it's a very dull color wise game. Uh, I will agree with you. And there. Coltrane was in that one, right? Woo woo. Yep, Coltrane was in there. Yeah. Um so yeah, Gears of War one through three, beautiful. Then four, because like things kind of wrap up pretty nicely in three. In four, it takes place like 20 years later, and the main character is no longer Marcus Phoenix. It's his daughter, Kat. Oh, good. And uh, she's just kind of a, you know, gung-ho female, and then they continue that same story in Gears of War 5. Visually, beautiful. Gameplay, beautiful. Story and characters, fucking shit. Okay. Same, Same problem that Halo has. Halo 3 was kind of like the end of that, and then Bungie broke, like, kind of broke away from Microsoft, became their more independent. Kind of broke away. (laughs) Sorry? I said kind of broke away. Yeah. Kind of. 
And then 343 was created to take over Halo. And what they did is they just they introduced a whole bunch of new fucking lore that didn't really tie into the universe much, but they kind of got away with, with with 4. Then 5 was just a fucking shit game. Played beautifully, looked beautiful, shit story and characters. Halo 6, or Infinite, we'll say, tried to take it back to form, but it's just fucking empty. Like, it, it's like, it's a such a mix, mis, mismatched game. You don't know where it's going now. And it's all because they put a fucking woman in charge. But she was, okay. she introduced all this DEI stuff. So I'm saying, ultimately, Sony seems to be going down that same path. And now with the Wolverine leak, which is going to cost them who fucking knows how much, because allegedly, from the sources I've seen, the whole game is out there. And now the timeline is out Do there. Do they woke a fight up? Not even woke a fight. No, so like, I mean, when it leaks, it sets them back time and money because now they gotta redo mm. a lot of shit right it was the same thing with gta that set them back like two or three million dollars just for the one and a half uh gigabytes of footage that was maybe really- i don't know i think if you're excited to play wolverine i don't really think that these leaks are going to dissuade you like i'm not i'm probably oh, going to get right. it as long as it doesn't come out like oh by the way he gets replaced by like with a girl and you're a girl half the game and be like nah Okay. My point isn't dissuading people. I'm just saying business-wise, they seem to be making some bad decisions that aren't going to play out nicely for them. Oh, there's a lot of employee information that was leaked too with this Insomniac hack. And this isn't the first hack that Sony has had this year, which is even worse. Yeah, you'd think they, w- they would have ponied up the $2 million to protect their employees at least. Yeah, and it just, it's, I, it, and then Jim Ryan fucking selling shares like no tomorrow's well. Crying Jim Ryan? Yeah, crying Jim Ryan. Then there's a bunch of emails that leaked as well showing how scared they are of Game Pass, of the uh, Activision deal going through, um, how they want to like jumpstart now the cloud gaming stuff now that they're a bit late in the game and they see that there's potential there. Because PC, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of PC players. PC players outrank all of us on console in terms of numbers, right? They bought up some gaming cloud gaming service. I'm they talking did. like forever ago yes they did and i don't think they ever even did anything with it Uh, not until like three ish years ago i want to say right before the pandemic started they started to do stuff with it what was that company's name i think it was like azura something like that right yeah it was something obscure like that but yeah i remember that but they didn't think that there was any hope in cloud gaming so they went to live service they put all their money in that okay so you're saying that it's just going to be a bunch of story heavy games that look great, play great, the story kind of sucks, and that's why you're shitting on me? Um, I'm shitting on you because I was right in that Sony is clearly making some bad business decisions right now that are going to affect them in the near future in a negative What's the way. bad business decision? The not paying $2 million? Uh, People are starting to notice the pattern in Sony's games. They fucked up making live service a priority instead of cloud gaming. They fucked up with their PC launch as well because they were releasing five, six, seven-year-old games at full price, which affected the How sales did... of those games, by the way, as well. How did that fuck up? That's like exactly Rockstar's playbook. You sell people the same game two times. Oh, ro- okay. Let's hold on. Rockstar goes on deep sales though, regularly. And maybe, but either way, when GTA 6 comes out, it'll be only on Xbox and PlayStation for a year, and then it'll come out on PC. And you know how many motherfuckers are going to buy that game two times? Uh, I don't think we can use GTA as a compare because GTA is its own crazy fan base. To be fair, yeah, dude, I, I'm so excited. Um, 
I guess my counter argument to you is that G- that PlayStation has got it's either 12 or 17 exclusive studios all working on things that we know next to nothing about. As to what's coming up for Sony in terms of what games are coming up next year, the year after that, we know so little. And not only that, but they also have a bunch of second party games that are coming like uh, Rise of Ron- Ronin. Rise of Rise of the Ronin. That's an example uh, of a Rise second of party. Ronin. Rise of Ronin, yes. So, like, that's an example of, or, like, Forspoken, that's second party. Um, Final Fantasy 16, second party. Like, you know, all these companies that are studios, they don't I own, but they're Silent making Hill exclusive. also has, like, exclusivity with, with PlayStation for a bit, yeah. So, something that the video, the PlayStation podcast that I listen to, they complain at about at nauseum is, like, Sony, you have to tell us what the fuck you guys are doing. We don't know anything about what you guys have coming up. Like, Naughty Dog seems to be working on two different games, both of which could be brand new IPs. Gorilla is probably working on Horizon 3, but we don't exactly know because it's a big enough studio that they could be working on Horizon 3 and something else. Mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima, who makes that? Bend? Is it Bend? No, I'm it's not, not sure. Bend. Bend is Days Gone. Santa Monica Studio? No, I don't, I don't think it's Santa Monica. Hold on, let's see. Who makes Ghost of Tsushima? We don't know officially that they're working on two, but it's been kind of like through... LinkedIn was confirmed that they were working on a Mm-mm. via LinkedIn. Somebody posts like I worked on Ghost of Tsushima 2 and it was on like Sucker their punch resume. Productions. Sucker Punch. Infamous. That's what they used to make. I play. What Infamous, happened right? to Infamous? I actually quite liked that series. Yeah, they did Second Son and then they did for New Light or First Light. And it, it, they, they were both super fun. And then they went on to make Ghost of Tsushima. So that's what they've been doing. Um, so I guess my counter argument is that they have so many studios and we know very little about what they're actually working on. Like Helldivers 2 is coming out next year and Rise of Ronin and that's about all I can think of. I've heard the same argument from the people that I listen to as well. It's just like, where's the hype for your console that came out almost three years ago now? But see, what? so people who know more about PlayStation than I have said this and I'm just echoing it back to you. They don't have to do shit right now. Literally, if your games aren't really close to being ready, why say anything? You're riding a tidal wave of success. So in terms of that tidal wave of success, so looking at the numbers of the most popular games that they've sold to date, they're making a return on it, but it isn't as high of a return as they need to kind of keep the hold that they do or to keep people interested. Because again, Game Pass is now considered a legitimate threat. Specifically about Game Pass, the day one launch release. Of bangers uh, so like, like Starfield? I mean, I thought Starfield was average to each their own, right? Some people say that Ghost of Tsushima is average to each You're their own. You're the only person I know who says that Game Pass is a threat because I think, from what I've heard, it's losing massive amounts of money. No, it turned a profit the last year. It was losing money for four years, and then it finally turned a profit this last year. Is it going to sustain that? Uh, That I don't know. Because think about it. Starfield came out. That's probably the biggest offering that Xbox will have for who knows how long. I think you overestimate um, how many people take advantage of Game Pass for a single game. Right. I, I, this seems. I think this is a misconception that a lot of people have because Xbox has Game Pass. The whole oh, Xbox gamers don't buy games. 
look at the sales numbers for Starfield. It's fucking insane how many units that game sold, despite Game Pass. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think like that it's a bit of, like I because I, I, I try to disprove that every time someone brings because if I play a game on Game Pass, I go and buy it if I have the money to do so at the time. I've done that with tried quite a few games because I want because you never know when it's going to leave Game Pass too. You don't own it. You're just oh, no, it. it's not even that. It's just um, I want to support the developer. I want to own this game. I'm going to go buy the game. <laughs> That's all it is. Mm. <laughs> right. Um. What? Where was I? Where was I going with this? Oh, there we go. So the the console to sales ratio of like games sold per console. So like PlayStation owners are not investing as much as they thought in Sony first party releases. Says who? Says the leaked information that came out uh, recently. So. Oh. Still turning well, a good profit, like Spider-Man made like $300 million or something like that. I know they're selling like two and a half PlayStation 5s to every one Xbox, so... A three to one, three to one ratio officially. All right, so I guess people are playing other shit. Like, I'm playing Far Cry 6 right now, which isn't an exclusive, but guess where I'm playing it? On, a On one of my two PlayStation 5s. Why do you have two PlayStation 5s? Hold up. Got a wife. Because we oh, play... Yeah, yeah. We went over we, this. Sorry, sorry. We went over this. Yes, we played right. Destiny together and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, no. So the oh god, what? My brain is jumbled. Hold on. I sorry. Sorry. Do you hear that, Vex? <laughs> what? I said I'm sorry to hear that your brain is jumbled. My brain is jumbled because I'm thinking about Aquaman two, man, and I see the tab open that says Aquaman two review, and I'm just like, oh, just... sorry. So my brain is like trying to connect back to that and i'm also looking at ghost of tsushima pictures right now that game was fun i really want to play this game it's pretty good i i really want to play. i don't think this is on pc yet is it i bet it will be sooner or later ghost of tsushima pc let's see it might be oh port 2023 to 2024 so it's not out yet oh confirmed there we go hold on let's see it's fun you like Assassin's Creed games? Um, I can take. I like the style of that game. I'm not a huge yeah. Assassin's Creed person, but I know it's the Assassin's style. Creed in Japan on a smaller map, where it's a little bit more dense with things to do. Tighter, tighter map and world exploration. Okay, it's yeah. confirmed, but there's no date. It looks it's like. no cyberpunk. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I still gotta get. I have no time to game. Oh God. That was going to be my overarching like counterpoint to you is what do you care about any of this? You don't even play video games. <laughs> like, if I right had off. time, I would play video games, man. Come on. You got to make the time. Because I want to tell you what I've been... So, mm -hmm. your point is that bigger oh. single-player games... Are... So my Oh, yeah. So, part of this leak as well is that despite the fact that Sony is selling a lot of consoles... Mm -hmm. Yes, people are buying like third party games like, you know, Call of Duty or Far Cry or stuff like that. Uh -huh. um, they're not making a huge significant return on hardware because of the cost of hardware, especially since it went up during the yeah. pandemic, the price of everything. Normally, so, though, that's that's usually they companies take a hit per console on, sold. Yeah. And that's also why Xbox is starting to fucking just ditch the consoles and just putting everything on a right. steep sale. Right. So the fact that they're making profit off of their consoles, even if it is minimal, it's still yeah. a win. 
Um, but yeah, that because then you're in their ecosystem. Like I buy Far Cry through the PlayStation Network. It was well, it was on sale. But let's pretend I bought it at full price. It would have been seventy bucks, and PlayStation gets thirty percent of that because mm-hmm. I'm in their network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate fucking buying digital, man. With where we live, it's so fucking convenient. I know. I get the convenience thing. Um, I just really fucking hate digital only releases. That, lucky for you, that's pretty rare. Alan Wake 2 is the only one I can think of that's of any consequence. Well, like, I, I wish, like, indie developers, I can understand they don't always have the funds to physically release a copy. It's I not that hard. Like, I, yeah, the PlayStation I, podcast I listen to, he owns a gaming company called Lilymo, and they have games that they put out on physical release. He says it's not that hard. Yeah, see, so I'd like, even if it were for a limited time, just to have one, because I don't... Like, Boyfriend Dungeon, I'd love to have that on physical, but it only came out on digital, so I had to buy the digital, right? Mm. Same with um, Pentiment. I would really like to buy Pentiment as a physical, but it's only available on digital. Scorn! Colin Moyarty on this podcast. I tweeted at Scorn for every, every month for a year, and finally they released a hard disc, and I bought that as soon you as You changed the world. I changed the world. There you go. So in one sen- sentence, why are you pooping on me? I was right about the state of some things at Sony, as confirmed by the Insomniac leaks. And you said that I was cray-cray, more or less, for thinking those things before. I think you are pretty cray-cray to think that, like, let's say you could only buy one console. Like, let's say you're 12 and it's Christmas, you can either get an Xbox Series X is the new one. It's There's an S and an X, but just say Xbox or a PlayStation. I think you'd be a fucking idiot to not get a PlayStation. Because? They have a massive game catalog compared to Xbox. I think we need to refine this argument a little bit and remember that most people, when they go buy a console, especially for a 12-year-old, it's not a matter of what does this console have. It's a matter of, oh, their friends have this, so I'll buy them this. I just said a 12-year-old because, like, let's face it. The only thing stopping me from playing an Xbox is going to a store and buying one. Like I, I, me and Ace guy would argue about this all the time because he'd be like, eh, "I have a Beretta." You like he had a Beretta F ninety two that I really liked. I still really like, and he'd always be like, eh, "I have one," and you don't. I'm like Ace guy. The only thing stopping me from owning that Beretta is a trip to the gun store. I have money. <laughs> I just would need to exchange it. Wait, so your argument is that. My argument is, is like for for me or you, we can go buy an Xbox. I could go buy an Xbox. You could go buy a PlayStation. There's I really not no... afford to buy a PlayStation at all. Let's pretend you have money. Okay, <laughs> that's that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> like you could, when you're an adult, you, there's nothing really stopping you from just getting no, whatever if, you if want. If I had the money, I would 100% have a PlayStation Five right now because there are still things that I would like to play on a PlayStation. Right. Five, and like, right? okay, so then what I'm saying is that I have the money to go buy a play an Xbox mm-hmm. tomorrow. I could get on Amazon and get one now. I'm not because there's nothing on there worth me buying one for. Gears of War. You just said the last two are ass. I know, but backwards compatibility, so you can play all three of them. Plus, you judgment. know, I you know, I'm not playing that old shit. <sighs> you know they, me. They remastered the first one. Oh, <laughs> well, you didn't say remaster, now, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they remastered the first one. Take my money. Um, and it's I think the the S's are on like they're like 150 bucks right now. I'm I'm just not that interested. The thing that would interest no, me the most is fair. probably Starfield, but like, eh. 
Uh, no, I totally understand that. For me, I have shifted away from AAA gaming almost completely. Nice. I just have, yeah, I just have no, dis like, there's nothing really appealing to me in AAA gaming anymore. The only thing that I'm looking forward to is Hellblade 2 and uh, Judas. I platinumed Hellblade 1, but I don't remember particularly loving it. Oh, you know what? It's... I I've I've had this conversation with a couple other people because it's just not some people's cup of tea because it was so, oh God, what's the word? Weird. It, I like weird. No, it no, just it's didn't not that play it, great. No, no, it's not that it was weird. It was like it wasn't, it wasn't as action heavy. Like they expected it, I guess, to kind of be more of like, hmm. uh, like God of War or something like that. It's more and demon it, soulsy. Yeah, and instead you got kind of like more of like a cutscene-y, like tense, more story-based thing with it. Like just a crazy bitch with a head in the back. Yeah, and for me, I really—that's the type of game that I like. I like playing those heavy, like handed, really like thick on the story and theme game. It's why I love Scorn. Yeah. Everyone fucking shits on me for liking Scorn. I'm just like, yo, bro, Scorn is my cup of tea. I fucking loved it. I like puzzlers. Um. So I, I put down the controller on horizon forbidden west because dude i the world is great the robots are fun to fight the it looks so pretty i cannot i cannot care about a aloy i fucking don't care yeah i started playing far cry 6 it's so fucking fun <laughs> it's so fun see i had that problem with far cry 6 i got so bored of far cry 6 about six hours in oh i'm having a great time they give you an alligator to send after people yeah He's, like the main character cracks all these jokes yeah uh, it's just as a game that like knows its place. It's like we are some silly fucking fun. Enjoy. Oh, I think I would have I would enjoy it more if I hadn't played that game six times already. Yeah, I know. I platinumed. I played three. I didn't even know what how you unlocked a platinum trophy at that time. I was like, well, this is platinum four. <laughs> played and beat five. I thought five was really cool. I'm amazed I didn't platinum that. Um, and now I'm working on six, dude. It's just so fun. Oh, it's like, yo, dog. Here's a rocket launcher that's fireworks. <laughs> yeah, three, four, five, primal, and new dawn. Oh yeah, I platinum primal. Yeah, so I'm just I'm sick of the fight, and then I really wanted to get into Far Cry Six because of what's his uh, Gustav. Yeah, whatever his name is. Yeah, whatever his name is, right? But I just I re I tried and I kept going back to it, and I just could not get into it. So I just kind of. I'm having a blast. Yeah, to each other. To, I again, I would normally have fun with that, but I just I'm tired of that formula. That's really all. Like it you is. break into a prison, not you break in. You like drive a you drive in disguise, a transport into it, and you're supposed to pick up this guy, yeah. and the guy's not there. So yeah. then the dude is like, um, I know exactly what mission you're talking about. Well, I'm gonna explain to dear listener. So <laughs> your main character looks at the guy and he's like, "Hey, you get out of here. I'll stay and I'll break Miguel out." And he's like, wait a minute, you're going to go up against the entire fucking army? Are you crazy? And he's like, don't worry, Poppy. I wore my big boy pants today. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking love this game. And now I have a panther. I have a shadow panther helping me take down motherfuckers. And I have a gun that shoots through walls. It's fun. I feel you, dude. I feel you. I just um, love it because it, like, it doesn't take itself seriously. It knows its place. It's fucking yeah. just silly. It, one of your amigos, like the little things that helps you is a fucking wiener dog with wheel legs. Yeah. Like its back legs are fucking kaput. So it's just got wheels. His name's Chorizo. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sausage. Yep. And coming from Horizon Zero Dawn, where like Aloy is the most important person ever and the, the mission she's on, like 
she just can't be bothered with these fucking idiots and I just get out of my way and I'm just the most important thing. Then it's just like to have like, serious, you know? hey man, give me the rum, eh? <laughs> like, I fucking love it. That's what I, I'm, this is honestly just persuading me to play cyberpunk more and more. Cyberpunk's so good. Listen, so I have, I have a plan, okay, yeah. to return to gaming, okay? So what's going to happen? Again, when you were, like, in your face, I was just going to dunk on you. Like, you don't play games. I know, oh. but here's my plan, Yeah, okay? I'm going to come back to gaming because I miss gaming. Okay? Do it. Um. So now I'm off work for the holidays. Dope. So bang out this Aquaman review. Yeah. Done. Bang out that Rebel Moon review. Done. Boom. Then slowly just take my time with the with the Scavengers Rain review. And okay. in between all of that, because I've already watched Scavengers Rain three times. Right. So I'm just going to watch it a fourth time and have my notebook ready. <laughs> That's really all, you know. Um, and you say I'm autistic. So funny. Listen, I really like there's so much. God, it's so good. Yeah. I'd like there's so much going on in it. Tism. Like, <laughs> oh, my. Yes. Like literally. Like, ugh. Anyway, in between all this, what? Yes, and that I'm going to come back to gaming and with? two games. I'm going to come back with. Okay, Fingers I do across. want to finish. I want to finish playing Story of Seasons. Um, I don't know what that is. It's a Harvest Moon game that they re re released. Um, it was on the PS1 mm -hmm. or PS2, one of those, and the mm -hmm. GameCube, and they re released it for PlayStation and Xbox over the summer. And I fucking loved that game as a kid, so I, I was excited to see that it was getting a, a re-release. So I bought it. Okay. I know it's it's fucking gay. I know it. It's fine. <laughs> but like and? I get I get to eat magical mushrooms and go visit these little elves in a forest, which is pretty cool. So neat. Yeah, and and grow. I'm growing a pineapple. I have a wiener dog with wheel legs called Teresa. <laughs> yeah, well, I have chickens, bro, that I raise. <laughs> <laughs> Digital. You could raise chickens in real life. <laughs> I guess I could get a handicapped dog in real life, too. You could, yeah. Just break <laughs> your own dog's legs. Done. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how you do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish that. And yeah. then start. Please. Restart, I should say, Cyberpunk. <sighs> yeah. Cause you know, you know what else also happened? Cause this, this is another thing that, uh, oh, maybe I should have brought this as a conversation topic too. I got back into anime this past week. Got back into what? Anime. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw on Netflix that series Pluto, or have seen just the seen it come. Oh, you reminded me of what I've watched on Netflix lately. Oh, okay. Perfect. I'll tell you in a minute. Don't let me forget. Okay, so I decided to just watch that kind of on a whim fucking loved it and it's uh very cyberpunk-esque in some of its themes dude i was like please oh. watch edge runner you know what i will watch it after i start cyberpunk wait hold on actually no wait wait wait. if i watch edge runners first will it ruin anything in Cyberpunk? nope it's a completely disconnected thing that if anything you'll get to a mission in cyberpunk mm -hmm. where you get david's jacket and then it'll make sense you'll be like oh that's who david is because i got david's jacket and i'm like what the fuck does that mean okay all right you know what then how about this um because now that i'm back on the anime train yeah let me pump out these rebel moon and aquaman reviews and then hopefully either on sunday or monday i can start watching edge runners it's a really, I liked it so much. It's so funny. 
dude, I really just needed something to get me back into the anime train. And Pluto got me back into the anime train. So now I want to watch anime. Watch Edge Runner. So good. Okay. And all the songs are songs that are in the game, which is I'll, cool. I will tell you what. what? Yeah. Okay. Tell if me I, what. If I have not started Cyberpunk Edge Runners by next Thursday when we come back here, yeah. I will read fan fiction. <gasps> I'm, I'm dead ass, man. I'm serious. The Devil May Cry? Sure. Yeah, Edge Runners. I don't. Okay, so obviously I played Cyberpunk and was just fucking hooked on it. Yeah. Then I watched Edge Runners and I was like, "This is fucking great." So I hope that you'll like Edge Runners, not having played the game, and I hope that it'll just be the same. Like this is awesome, but just backwards. You'll be like, "This show is great." I would love to actually like play a game in that world, and then there you are, right in there. And like, there's like the locations in the show that are in the game. It's fun, dude. It's fun. Okay. It's All a right. fun little world. Aaron's having a great time with it. Have you seen him in the Discord? No, I have been pretty quiet in the Discord as of late. Aaron's been playing Cyberpunk. Aaron from I Had to Say It podcast. And yes, yes, yes. He's like, dude, I get why you wouldn't shut the fuck up about this game. It's so fun. I'm like, dude, it's so fun. It's so fun. You know, I, I actually opened my Cyberpunk game the other because I got an iPad a few weeks ago and I wanted to put some stickers on the case. Yeah. And I forgot that the physical copy came with stickers. Dope. So I put I put a, a Midnight City sticker on my on my iPad. Night City. Night City, sorry. I used to call it Midnight City all the time too until I played it. And I was like, now oh, it's nice. midnight on my phone, so maybe that's why Night I said City. midnight. Yeah. Midnight um, City. But yeah, so I have a little cyberpunk sticker on my iPad case now. Oh cool. I hope you check out the show and you think it's funny and you understand the sense of humor because it's a very adult and like a twisted sense of humor but like i think that you have that sense of bro humor. i literally just told you you could break your dog's legs yeah right yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, i think yeah. i'll be okay you can just go get a dog and break its leg yeah okay. right. that's that's the humor yeah, yeah you got this <laughs> all right what else do we have to discuss today what else was on oh. the docket on the docket that you just reminded me of is so you went and watched Aquaman 2 and you were yeah. like, eh, four out of five, not that great, all that kind of stuff. Baby Yeti and Yeti Jr. both seem to be sick because God, we have been so busy. We've we're going to three different story times a week now. So we're around three different pools of kids. Then we went to the Children's Museum in Denver, which is just a madhouse of children slobbering and licking and fucking it just germs city. Both kids are sick, right? Mm-hmm. And so Yeti Jr., the boy, the one-year-old, we knew that he was pretty sick. He's all snuffy nose and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. baby Yeti, the three-year-old, the girl, she got sick this afternoon. And like we, she was sitting next to me on the couch, and she just looked zoned out. And we did her temperature, and it was like 104. And it was like, oh, shit. So let's do some Tylenol. We'll sit, and we're going to drink a bunch of water. And like what we're going to have a TV afternoon, dude. And I have been wanting to watch Adam Sandler's new animated movie, Leo, since it came out around Thanksgiving and then I just kind of forgot about it. And it was like, dude, we can watch Leo. So we watched Leo and it's so funny. It's so good. It's so good. What is it about? So Adam Sandler is the voice of an iguana. That's a class pet with a turtle and the turtle is Bill Burr. And they're like buddies. They have been around for 75 years of going through the fifth grade over and over and over again. And then Leo learns that he might die soon because one of the parents was like, oh, this is a blah, blah, blah type iguana. They live to be about 75. And Leo's like, wait a minute. 
So I've been here since 49. Hmm. And then he like, he can't figure out how old he is. So he's like, dude, they don't teach us addition and subtraction in fifth grade. They teach us fractions. He's like, I know fractions, but I don't know how to add or subtract. So there's like a fire drill and he ends up next to like the classroom pet. That's a bunny for second grade. He's like, dude, do you know addition? He's like, I know addition and subtraction. That's what we do in second grade. He's like, okay, so if I've been around since 49, how old am I? And he's like, uh, I think you're 74. And he's like, wait, is the next number 75? And the bunny's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. So anyway, his plan is to escape and they get a new substitute teacher that's there for like months because the regular teacher's having a baby. And the new substitute is like, you're going to start taking the animals home over the weekends to show that you can care for and like you need to learn discipline. You're going to feed it. You're going to water it. And the like Bill Burr and Adam Sandler are like, oh, shit, dude, we, I remember when we used to go home with kids. It was a fucking nightmare. Oh, God. So they end up going home with the kids and the uh, little iguana, Leo, he's like, I'm going to escape, dude. I'm going to go live in the Everglades. I, I don't have many. I don't have much time left. And I, there's so much I haven't done. I'm, I'm escaping. And so as he's trying to escape, he gets caught that he can talk to one of the kids. And so he starts talking to the kid that took him home and like kind of sorts out their life because the girl. It's a girl. She's an only child and she never shuts the fuck up and it drives all the other kids crazy. And like every, and he's like, okay, like you need to like talk less, like maybe ask questions and people might like you better. And, and then, so then the whole movie is him going home with these different kids and like helping them out with their fifth grade problems. Okay. And it's fucking great. It's okay. fucking great. I I'll loved it. it it's so it funny. I don't know, man, because when you have kids, you end up watching a ton of movies and a lot of them. It's surprising how little people put effort into kid content. There's not that much out there that's like very good. Like Bluey is so good. Bluey is so good. Watch Chicken Run. Haven't watched Chicken Run. Actually, a Chicken Run ad came up for something to watch next after Leo. Uh, You know, what? did you watch the first Chicken Run movie? No. Oh, okay. the The first one was a lot of fun. It's like t- it's twenty three years old now, but I think the kids- new Puss in Boots is really good. Yeah, no, I think even even your kids would really like that original Chicken Run because it's just it's just fun. It kind of depends because it can't no. be like scary because the the no, it's not scary at all. I okay. mean, unless you count making chicken pot pie scary. Well, let's talk about this because like okay. in Finding Nemo, when the sharks are chasing Nemo and Dory around, mm-hmm. Baby Eddie's like no. I do not like this. Okay. So that's the level of too scary. Okay. So then there is like a sequence in the first chicken run movie. So like the the whole premise is like they're chickens on a farm and they just, they want to break free. Right. But like it's, so they figure out what they're being, they're being farmed for is so they can, the, hold on, let me start again. Okay. These chickens are on a farm Mm -hmm. and they want to be free. They're sick of living here. Right. So there's this one chicken ginger who decides to lead the crusade. And as they're trying to figure out a way to get out of here, it turns out their chicken owner has like ordered this new machinery and it's for making chicken pies. <gasps> so there is a sequence where they go, like they get thrown into the machine to get like processed. We'll say they don't die or anything, but like they're going through like conveyor belts and they like have like uh, carrots put on them and gravy on them. Does the music and- get scary and does it get dark? Uh, it gets it gets a little bit dark because like it's it's inside like a silver and gray machine and there's like some colorful mm. lights here and there. Um, the music kind of becomes like that typical like oh bum, something bum, adventurous bum, is bum, happening. Bum, 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 bum. Not deep, no, not mm. deep heavy tones, no. 
um it's more of that oh god i'm trying to think of what it can relate to that like toy story music when they're in the car like they're in the pizza truck gotcha yeah kind of like that um but that's like the darkest scariest part of the movie i would say but even that's really funny because it's all in claymation yeah like clay carrots and clay mrs yeti likes wallace and gromit and chicken it's the same guys yeah Yeah. same guys as wallace and gromit yeah um so we should check that out yeah the dot like the sequel i thought it was gonna like be full of messaging because it's you know netflix but it was actually a pretty like fun and decent um sequel and the quote-unquote scary parts are so colorful that your kids won't even find it scary because like leo another like that was a movie like no messaging or anything it's just like a good funny movie but baby yeti's the perfect age because a lot of the jokes in there are not appropriate for it's not that they're not appropriate. It's just like they'll. They could be interpreted a certain way. No, like he, they made fun of one person. They're like, "Oh, dude, yeah, well, that guy's clearly a drunk or something." Something they called him a drunk, and I was like, Ugh. "But Baby Yeti doesn't have any fucking idea." She just notices it's like, she liked the lizard. She was like, "I like it. like him." She liked the turtle. She didn't really catch any of the joke. Like the turtle had a has a tramp stamp because he got taken home <laughs> one time. The turtle got taken home, and he. It was when they're going through the horror stories of being taken home, and they were like, "Yeah, remember that one that took you to tattoo parlor?" And he's like, "Hey, it looked really cool in the '90s." And he's got a tramp stamp that says "Born to Ride," <laughs> and he shows it, and like Baby Yeti just doesn't understand. She's like, "The turtle's funny." She doesn't understand any of that, but I'm like born to ride, and it's so he's like, "Yeah, it was it was cool in the '90s." <laughs> right, and it's Bill Burr saying all this. Okay, so um. Yeah, dude, it was great. It's one of those things is like I probably wouldn't show it to her when she's like four, five, six, because mm-hmm. then she'll understand the jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when she's older than that, it's fine. Um, I gotcha. Yeah, there's there's not. I think there's maybe one reference like that in the new Chicken Run movie, but it's it's more of um. I'm trying to fucking think what movie like had. It had some adult jokes in there, but kids could get it too. Like maybe Wally. Gotcha. Yeah. Or um She we tried Wally. She got bored. We tried up and she got bored too. She um cars fucking loves cars. I she just became cars. a fan of cars. Oh, okay. Oh, is that why you reviewed cars? <laughs> cars two, yeah. yeah. Uh because we watched it and cars two does suck. <laughs> cars one is like really good. Right. It's like so good. You have like a couple of those moments where you're like <gasps> the feels. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Um, one of the jokes in Leo was like the kids were stressed about how much homework they had, and they're like, "If we get stuck at this level of achievement, we're gonna go to one of those colleges and we're gonna get a drug problem." <laughs> and it's like, yeah, baby Eddie's like, I don't even know what the hell yeah, they just said. I just, <laughs> I just noticed colors, and I'm just like, yo, tone it down. We don't need to be talking about drugs in college. Come on, man. What are we doing? Dude, definitely check out Chicken Run. I, I th- okay. That's one of my favorite movies from from being a kid. I remember having that on VHS and watching the shit out of it. It's just fucking good time. And it's Mel Gibson is the voice of Rocky Rooster. Did you know he's in Pocahontas? Yes, I did. He's John Smith. And, and Chris- um, Christian Bale's in there too, yeah. Yeah, Christian Bale's the, the other guy that's after her, uh, which is funny because he then plays the love interest for Pocahontas in The New World. which was She called- didn't care about Pocahontas. She's got very specific tastes, this baby Yeti. Um, Mrs. Yeti thought of a bajillion dollar idea. They, You know how they, speaking of remasters, like they're remastering the fucking Last of Us? Why don't they take 
Toy Story 1 and remaster it with modern graphics? Um, they don't redo the animation, but they like, I guess re they used to revamp it. It was those Disney vault releases. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't know why they don't do those anymore, but yeah, like whenever a movie would turn like say 20 years old, they would re-release it with like a uh, smoother animation. The color would be, uh, like, uh, redone, like for but instance, do it with the like Pixar movies with the yeah, computer yeah, they, effects they movies. Used to, they used to do that. And then I name one. Why... Yeah, I don't know why they stopped doing that. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, name one computer animation movie that they re. They had re-released. Re they re-released Toy Story. I remember? No way. Anniversary edition. Yeah. Well, because I we tried we put it on on Disney Plus, which you would think would have the better version. So maybe it was the better version. I don't know. It looks real bad. <laughs> looks rough. They don't redo the animation in full. Because that would be a complete like a rescaling, and if you that's look what I'm budget, saying, they should do. Yeah, look at the budget though, and what that would cost them. It's not worth it if they're not pulling in the box office numbers for it. It might. Well, how do they know if it's worth it if they haven't done it? But I think a lot of people would go see Toy this, Story One because think about it. We grew up with Toy Story One, like that was our yeah. generation. Now we have kids. You're telling me we wouldn't go take our kids to Actually, Toy Story and, One? And this was a conversation I was having with someone a few weeks ago. Is Instead of Disney fucking putting like $300 million budgets on movies that clearly no one wants to see and flops, just fucking re-release the Goldies with like maybe a scene or two added here so that it feels like a new experience. Done. Everyone would go watch that. I'm telling you this. If Cars got remastered and was coming out in theaters, it would probably be Baby Yeti's first theater experiences to go see Cars. She loves Cars. She doesn't call it Cars. She calls it Lightning McQueen. <laughs> she's like watch lightning mcqueen <laughs> i don't know if you i don't know if you keep an eye on this but like the the cinema near me like they because uh, i have the app now to book like whenever i go see mm -hmm. shit like aquaman they but it will show stuff. me that yeah sometimes they do do like the the afternoon screenings on like sundays for kids and it will usually be like a throwback movie like fucking cars or toy story i don't have... keep an eye on that but i should because i yeah. know that's a thing here too it's like it's like toddlers and it's like no, mommies and strollers or yeah. something like that. Toddlers and strollers. Just so the boy, like the one year old, there's no way he could do it. But Baby Yeti just became old enough where she can sit and watch an entire movie and not yeah. Like, yeah. So that that might be something to look into if you want to give her like mm -hmm. a movie because yeah, I'm sure you guys have more options for it too because the U.S. gets just better theater options in general. Oh, we'd go to the Alamo and we'd eat cookies. Dude, she got Christmas cookies recently. Oh, boy. We'd give her like one in the evening and she's like, cookies? 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 Because <laughs> she doesn't have that much sugar in her day to day. So it's Did ice cream. That was something else as well. Uh, it's ice cream. When we go out to eat with my parents at this place, that's like the fancy food court. There's an ice cream place there. So she's always like, ice cream? Ice cream? <laughs> she's been doing this thing lately at night. It's So we put her in a crib. Sing her the, her goodnight song, which is Remember Me from Coco. Remember me, though I have to try. I haven't far. seen Coco. Coco's good. Okay. You should watch Coco. Watch Leo first. Leo's, it was, it was so funny. I don't know, man. I liked it a lot. It's good when you can see kid content. That's Anyway, so she does this thing. We sing her her song, and she's like, can I have some water? And I used to just be like, no, you don't need water right before bed. But then she does this thing that's super cute that I can't resist. So she's like, just a little bit of water. And I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> she goes, just a little bit of water. I'm like, all right, I'll get you a little bit of water. So she fills her mouth up with water. Then she lays down and she just keeps the water in her mouth. And we're like, good night. 
And she just looks at us and shakes her head yes. Because she used to be like, good night. And we go, I love you. And she's like, I love you too. And then we're like, I love you. And she's got her water in her mouth now. So she just shakes her head yes. And then we leave. It's so weird. I don't why know. Why is she doing... just holding the water? Did you ask her why she does that? She doesn't have the ability to explain that. Interesting. She just started doing it four nights ago, four or five nights ago. She just holds water in her mouth and then just smiles at us and just shake. And it's like, hey, do you got water in your mouth? And she just shakes her head. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, Did what are you doing? herself the next day at all or no? No, she's, she's potty trained up, man. Huh. <laughs> Remember when Kelsey, uh, we were talking about potty training her because baby Eddie was just turned two when we potty trained her, which is like nowadays is kind of early because parents are lazy as fuck and Kelsey was like yeah uh, I tried to potty train my kid and it just did not work and I, I waited till they were like five <laughs> it's like dude whoa you had your kids five in diapers till they diapers? went to fucking kindergarten that's crazy bro is, is Kelsey okay was she okay man dude I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> can we have a can we seriously was she okay <laughs> She's a perfectly nice person. She's just fucking lazy and she gives up way, way too easy. That's she, wild. Like, cause I, I've seen weak. like I've seen the studies of children that like do like maybe they wean off breastfeeding too late, they get potty trained late, and that leads to some serious attachment issues later in life. Yeah, it's weird. It was like a rough two weeks with baby Yeti, and now she's been steady. Like she's had an accident here or there, but that's that normal many. though, right? Yeah. She wears a diaper to bed just in case, but she has peed in it like two times over the last year. Dang. What is she yeah. doing with that water, man? I don't know. It's so weird, but it's also cute because she she just looks at you. It just smiles. Oh, okay. Did she watch something for five That's what I've been thinking because we watch basically the same stuff all the time. It's yeah. usually Bluey. God, dude, I can tell you. Dude, Bluey is so good. You... you <laughs> You should try watching Bluey. Each episode is seven minutes. It is Maybe not much when of I a get time pregnant, investment. I'll watch Bluey just so I can prepare myself. It's Bluey's great. Um, and she likes Corey Carson, which is less good, but it's okay. She's like, watch Corey, Corey Carson. But anyway, any of the things that she's watched, I don't, I can't think of a single thing where they hold water in their mouth. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. But it's, kids are just fucking weird, but they're cute. <laughs> yeah, the but balance is out. <laughs> they just start to like develop their own personality and like their own way of doing shit that's just like funny and cute. I really can't wait to get pregnant, man. I know. I can't. It's, it's, we'll have so much to talk about. Bro, like dead ass. I'm kind of at a point where I'm just like, just knock me up and then we can, maybe I'll get across sooner. Probably. I think you just need to go down there and just refuse to go home. Oh, I had a I got an update by the way. Ooh, on my immig- Okay, so I got an email from the consulate. Yeah. Um essentially what it said is cuz remember like a couple weeks ago I was like there had been no updates or anything and like the lawyer number 2 had fucked up. Yeah. Okay. So they email the consulate emailed me 2 days ago and they're like we've received your whatever but there is a permanent hold on your case until we get this approved. So I'm just like, hold on. Like this this thing just read like fucking gibberish. So I forwarded it to email or I forwarded the lawyers. Yes. I forwarded it to lawyer number one and lawyer number two and lawyer number two is like, this is good. That means that they processed all the other stuff and they have your passport. They're just waiting on 
the uh, waiver. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, oh. <gasps> so, so he's like, oh, okay. I'm in meetings all, this was yesterday. I'm in meetings all day today. So I'll mail it out tomorrow, which was today. Uh-huh. And I didn't follow up with him. And he didn't email me. So I don't know if he sent it out today. Uh-huh. Friday. Fuck, I knew there was something I was forgetting to do today. Is are they open on Friday? Um, they should be. I'm gonna I'm just gonna send him an email actually right now. Well, <laughs> let's wrap up and then. Okay, yeah, yeah. So um <laughs> yeah, I was oh, fuck, I was like, I knew there was something I was forgetting to do. But yeah, he said he was gonna send out today because like, but now I'm kinda like fucking pissed because like not only did we lose like six to eight weeks in which like this could have already been done because he fucked up. But now, uh-huh. if it does get mailed out, Christmas is Monday. Yeah, everything's gonna be fucking closed. Yeah, it's not gonna get there on time. It's just nothing's gonna get done for two weeks. Nothing is gonna happen, and I don't know what the Christmas backlog is gonna do to everything else already. Shit. <sighs> uh, hit him up in the morning. No, I'm just I'm once we finish here, I'm literally just gonna email because like he'll sometimes email me at really odd hours, like four a.m. Email and give them a call. I don't know, man. I'd be so persistent. Like, here's the thing. Um, my I we use Sonicare toothbrushes, like Philips Sonicare, and I don't know why. Mrs. Yeti has had the same one since we were fucking dating, and I've gone through three. That's we weird. bought we bought these cool ones that like charge in a cup. Like they give you a glass cup and they charge it in the cup, and like mine's black and hers is white. Very cool. Already fucking broke mine. And I decided I saw that they have a two-year warranty. I'm getting to the bottom of this. And with an email and a phone call, I have a new one coming for free to my house. It will be here in two days. Um, I mean, doesn't really work the same way with immigration. Are you telling me that immigration is different than toothbrushes? Yes. Wait a minute. You're telling me that immigrating to another country is different than getting a toothbrush handle in the mail? Yes. Okay. My point is, <laughs> if you're persistent, you can get shit done. No, 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 it's it's not a matter of like he's like he's slacking or anything. It's just like the the initial mistake was just like a pure miscommunication, which I would have never found out about unless I followed up with him being like, hey, I haven't heard anything from the consulate yet. Right. Only yeah. then did he tell me that. But when I do follow up with him, otherwise, he's usually on top of it. It's just he's a very busy guy. But I forgot to because I knew that that was going to happen today and I forgot to follow up. So that was my mistake. That sucks. On the other um, hand, you are paying this motherfucker to not so forget. That, and this is what, so I told my boss this yesterday because yeah. like she, she's always asking, like, is there any news? Like she was really hopeful that I would get something before Christmas. I did just wasn't great news. Um, and she was like, you should maybe ask about getting some of your money back because that's a really big fuck up. Yeah, to you told me that a couple weeks ago. You should. To, how do I ask that? Or how do I go about Wait that? till everything's done and then be like, yo, I'm thinking yeah, I'm not paying you everything because you I've already paid him everything. Ah, shit. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I can't really ask for the money back. Because, so there was a 2000 It was $4,000 altogether, right? So was, You have two lawyers, though. Yeah, but this one is only for the waiver. But hold on. Ask the other lawyer how what you should do. Right? They recommended me this lawyer. Well, they recommended somebody who fucked up. 
I don't know. I'm just saying the other lawyer might have some insight on lawyer, if you can actually do that. Yeah, the other lawyer actually has a complete track record of everything too. And I even told her she's because she was like, I told her what went down because I when I got that email from the consulate, I emailed her as well. Yeah. And she's like, wait, it hasn't been sent already. And I explained to her the situation, and she's like, oh. You should just be like, that dude really messed up. Like, can I get some of my money back for a mess up like that? Or and then just see what they say. They'll probably be like, no. <laughs> We're yeah. lawyers. We love making money. It's uh, our yeah, favorite thing. Know, like, uh, oh, if you hire this lawyer, maybe you could just have to pay another fucking lawyer. <laughs> yeah, lawyers suck. But yeah, no, it was like it was two thousand dollars. So four thousand altogether, two thousand to hire him, and then two thousand needed the other half needed to be paid before the thing is sent out. Did your GoFundMe close? It did. Did you get like two thousand off of that? Um, it hasn't come through yet because Mrs. Sassy only closed it two days ago. But what did it end at? Um, $1,425. American. Yes. So, so maybe two grand Canadian? Um, just below, I think. But that will definitely cover the... F- <sighs> that will cover lawyer number three working on the, the COVID ticket. Like that sucks that you're getting shanghaied so bad by the Canadian government. But that's kind of nice that people came together, hook it up a little bit. No, I'm very grateful for that. But at the same, bro, do you know, like, I have no regrets about 2023, but so much, I'm 2023 is a year I went fucking broke for like no fucking reason. Yeah. Like, I dropped over $7,000 in vehicle repairs this year. Then $4,000. Oh, actually, no, that's $4,000 US. So we're talking closer, like fifty five hundred for lawyer number two, plus the filing fee, which is going to go through, which is another over a thousand dollars when it happens. Then there's lawyer number three, which so far now I've paid him just under three thousand dollars. That sucks. Twenty twenty three is okay for me, man. I got a lot of nice sweaters. <sighs> Pretty great sweaters. Oh, I am supposed to get my uh, my 8750 sweater real soon. I was wondering about that, actually. I was watching you on the stream last night, and then I was like, I wonder if she ever got her hoodie. Uh, no, I got the email last week that it should come anywhere between the 19th to the 25th. Yeah. So. If you want to get it for free, just find anything you don't like about it and hit them up and be like, yo, dog, don't like this. And they will be like, here's your money. <laughs> actually? Yeah, they are quick to give you a refund. I've done it on so many things that they've sent. Oh, dang. I mm-hmm. mean, I could pay for a tank of gas if I do that. I mean, there's something on there that dissatisfies you. Because, like, you, you're not going to send it back. But nobody else is going to buy the exact 8750 t-shirt or, you know, a hoodie. Yeah. So they're just like, well, here's your money. I did uh, I did go on a bit of a sweater spree, actually, now that you... Oh, how the mighty have fallen. You give me I so do... much shit for me and my sweaters. You went on a sweater spree. What happened? Yeah, but I don't buy fancy fucking wool sweaters like you. I just Merino. Buy... Merino wool. Yeah, merino wool sweaters. Like, I just... Because boxing... Not boxing day. Black Friday happened, right? Yeah. Cyber Monday, and still a lot of those deals are going on. Yeah. So... What'd you get? Actually, it wasn't even a sweater. I just bought a shirt and a sweater. But the EA store had... Like electronic a... arts? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you don't buy fancy sweaters, do you? What the fuck? <laughs> the, EA, the EA store had a steep fucking sale, and it was selling all of its licensed merch for, like, 
more well, than let me guess not. let me guess and it's, so it's an ea property mm-hmm. that you like mm-hmm. enough to buy a sweater yes ea dude outside of their sports games what do they do they have star wars but i don't think you you don't give a shit about i star wars. don't like star wars yeah mm. what else does ea put out anthem bioware they have bioware don't they yeah they do um bioware what does bioware make that's not anthem the shit they're famous for oh mass effect you bought a mass effect nope i actually have not played a mass effect game still i played so another game series where i like the one that everybody hates uh i played four and it was pretty fun andromeda i wonder if that's because you played the fourth one without seeing what happened in the first three. I tried to play one, two, and three. I try. I bought the collection, and you know how much I love old games. I got like halfway through each one, and I was like, "Fuck this!" And then I played Andromeda, and I almost platinumed it. I missed two trophies that I were missable. Yeah, I'd have to replay the hundred-hour game again to get them, and I was like, "Fuck that shit!" But I loved Andromeda. I had a great time. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, what sweater did you get? Um. So the sweater was only 30 bucks and the t-shirt was five bucks. Give me a hint for the sweater. I, it's from the same IP, both of them. Okay, give me a hint. Mm. Like name of the main character or setting or style of game or something. No, name of the main character, Jason. Yeah. That didn't move the needle. How many how many guesses are you allowed to have? I want three, but I needed a better hint because I don't know. Jason didn't didn't get me going. Jason. Oh, his name isn't Jason. What is it? <laughs> Isaac. Isaac. Oh, Dead Space. There you go. <laughs> so there was a cool Dead Space hoodie, so I bought that. And then they had like a Ishimura ship like logo. Jason? bro yeah i don't know why i thought you <laughs> oh speaking of dead space is another one where one and two everybody loved and then three came out and like this is not dead space i played three and i loved it you're a fucking madman i loved you're it dude mad. i hated dead space three i watched that trailer with the neo non-point non-point the cover of in the air tonight and i was like i cannot wait to play this game i haven't played one or two don't care gonna play three played three and loved it didn't like three at all so, Dead Space 3, Judgment, and Andromeda are like three games. You're on a great track record. That people here, are man. like, fuck you. You like those games? And they're you know, like, yeah. Halo 5 is going to be next when you get it. I played one. Halo 4 is the only one I played. I mean, that's that's average for most of the It's not hugely hated, but not hugely loved. I had fun. I only had an Xbox 360 because Ace Guy had an Xbox, so I bought it to play with him. And I played Gears of War Judgment and Halo 4. Yippee! And Minecraft. Ugh. Fuck Minecraft. Minecraft's fun. Yeah. When you're high. I was going to say, if you're a child. <laughs> like, the kids at daycare were all like, dude, you got to play Minecraft. And it was like 30 bucks. I was like, fuck it, I'll try it. And I, I was like, yeah, no. I don't want to build shit in a video game. I want to play shit. But you can't build and then play shit in a video game. Yeah, nah. All right. To each their own. Oh, speaking of, um, oh my god, no, I just lost it. Video game, movie. Do you see how scatterbrained I am, man? Um, it's a weed, oh. ain't, weed ain't helping. What? No, no, it's not that. It's not that. It's just sure, I, sure. I, I'm really stressed out about putting D 
these two fucking videos together. That's why. Well, so, we can stop recording. We've gone on way longer than I thought we were going to. Oh, I mean, okay, just real quick. I just want to sure, talk about sure, this. Okay. Sure, sure. So do you remember, I think it was like two months ago now, it was announced that Roblox was going to start a dating site? Yes. Okay. And you had to be 17 or older, right? Yes. And I thought, okay, this is some bullshit. Because, like, there's no way people are meeting and dating off of Roblox. And then, yeah. you know what the Whatever podcast is, right? You talk about it. Okay. Again, that's the one thing I watch where I just turn my brain off. Like, I, it's not someone's YouTube content. It's not yeah. fucking politics. I just listen to bitches be dumb bitches, and it's great. I've been watching Survivor, so I feel you. There you go. Okay. So the last stream that they had, first of all, was fucking wild. <laughs> this crazy bitch came on there dressed as basically a magician, had a stuffed raccoon, like a, a, a what's it called when you, oh God. Taxidermy. Yeah, a taxidermied raccoon. And it mm -hmm. was like in an attack pose too. Nice. And then she takes out a fanny pack, right? An alarm goes off on her phone, takes out a fanny pack, takes out like six pill bottles yeah, and she just starts popping pills. She's like, are are you? Because she has a broken arm as well, right? So this is like, a person oh. on the podcast. This is a person on the podcast, and it was recorded. Like it's it's all up on YouTube. Okay. And so she's and just like, oh, you're taking pills at seven o five, and the other girls are like, yeah, I guess you know sometimes you take right. And then all of a sudden, she opens like a little um, like just like a little like flip like a little container. It's not not a pill bottle, but just like a flip lid thing. She sniffs it. And this powder comes out, and she takes a credit card out of the fucking sling for her arm, starts dicing it up, and fucking sorts it. And the camera cuts to Brian, the host, and he's just like, it looks like he's witnessing the death of a child. He's like, what are you doing? What is going on? <laughs> the camera just cuts to, like, Brian, then the, the like, stream starting screen, then back to Brian. Then, then there's a bunch of yelling and swearing. Oh, it should have gone to a screen that's like, we're having technical difficulties. Oh my god. Do, like the, do, do. the dude that runs the the camera setup to do those transitions, yeah. he doesn't know what he's fucking doing, so he keeps going back to the live feed every like 15 to 20 seconds. And it's just it's, her snorting some more cocaine? No, and it's just everyone being scared and yelling, and then Brian's like, get the fuck out of here, you're trespassing, and then you hear police in the distance like really oh my god it got wild <laughs> but the reason i brought that up is oh yeah there was, there was this really one like this uh this dumb fucking bitch like really dumb and she's like i got this guy on a hook you know like he's on my leash and it's like okay how's he oh well you know we're we're broken up now but he's on my leash and he's like okay how did you guys meet and it's like we met on roblox, roblox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like the the kids game like Minecraft. He's like, yeah, we met on Roblox. Like this, my name was like Peanut Buttercup sixteen or some shit. Nice. And you know, <laughs> we met on Roblox, and he flew me out to New Jersey. <laughs> oh, real Cinderella story, right? <laughs> Getting on your fucking Spirit Airline flight to go to New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it was the stupidest. And she's like, oh, but we broke up in February. He's like, it's December now. I was like, yeah, but I still got him on a leash. <laughs> <laughs>
It's called Whatever Podcast? Whatever Podcast, yeah. And it's dude. on YouTube? Sounds yeah, pretty funny. These chicks are so fucking stupid. Like, it's like, I, like you'll be rolling your eyes, but it's just like a good laugh, too, to turn yeah. your brain off. Um, but yeah, you definitely should... do not watch around the kids because, like, yeah. the, the chicks that are on there, they're always wearing basically half nothing. Like, there's been a few titty pops. Sometimes I find time to pop an earbud in. I'd listen to Kill Tony. Kill you ever, Tony? You ever listen to Kill Tony? What's Kill Tony? It's also on YouTube. And that's how Mrs. Yeti watches it. She watches it on YouTube. So, Tony Henscliffe is a comedian. And he is set up on the stage with a couple of, like, comedians. Like, Ron White will be there sometimes. Like, Theo Vaughn, Joe Rogan. might Just comedians will come by. And what happens is, is they draw names from a bucket. And the bucket is full of people who might be in the audience. They might be professional comedians. Who knows? But they get to come up and they get to do one minute of stand up and then they get to get interviewed. And it's fucking rad. It's the best. It's the best podcast. I oh, fucking I, love it. Alex Jones was on a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah, I bet that's a good one. I would like to go back and listen to that one. Um, but so you don't know what you're going to get. Like, so when you're talking about the crazy person dressed up as a magician doing cocaine, mm-hmm. you might get that on Kill Tony. You might, <laughs> you don't know. Interesting. Yeah, they do, they get to do a minute and then see how it goes. And every now and then you get someone who fucking murders and most of the time you get insane people. All right. It's uh, I've subscribed to this channel. Okay. It comes out on Tuesdays. It's so good. Yeah, whatever is they're on a break now, but they usually have two to three streams per week. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I wish like, Tony did more. Yeah, it's like Tuesdays. I think it's Tuesdays, Thursdays and Sundays. Um, if you start like, listening to Kill Tony, you'll get so many more of my, I never gonna stop. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, yeah. Because there's a um, dude who opens the show who's always the same guy. There's a dude who closes it that's always the same guy. And there'll be like one or two people in the middle who you know. Like does, he'll have, huh? Oh, sorry. No, finish, finish. He'll have confirmed killers come out so that the show stays entertained. Because if you just have like person after person suck, it's not that much fun. So he like, he knows what he's doing. He's been doing you it gotta for 10 years. gotta mix it up a bit. I yeah. Get- and so the guy who closes the show is named William Montgomery. Fucking A. I did not understand him at, at the beginning. I was like, this guy's fucking crazy. But now I understand his humor. He's so funny. So does he do this live or it's pre-recorded? And live. On... Oh, okay. So then my second question is, if shit does go really haywire, does he edit it out or does he leave it all up on YouTube? That's what I don't know. Because Mrs. Yeti watches this on YouTube and I listen to it as a podcast. And I think Ooh. that there's... There's definitely stuff that gets said that would not be allowed on YouTube. And I keep meaning to check if that is on the YouTube version, but I just have forgotten. So, like, whatever, they do the same thing. They'll post it to Spotify. I haven't listened through it, um, like, on Spotify because I find you got to look at how dumb these women are. Like, it's Do it's they put the cult. video on Spotify, though? Uh, oh. Because you can put videos on Spotify. Oh, okay. I don't know about that. I'll have to check. But usually when I open Spotify, it's when I'm driving. So that's why. Right. Um, but I try to watch whatever live because otherwise he will edit out the parts that go haywire and oh. I want to stick for those. But thankfully, because the, the camera dude knew to switch to the, the, uh, the, the loading screen or whatever, you still basically got the entire instance of that woman fucking everything up. That's and funny. He, he puts times, there's like a zillion timestamps. So you'll f- be able to find it right away. If you go to the video. That's cool. Yeah, I wonder but, if they do put the video on Spotify because, yeah. I'm curious now, too. YouTube's um, got too many rules, man. But hold on. I'm wondering, does um 
does Spotify allow like nudity in the videos? Don't know. Probably not. Because like I said, like there's some because like some of these girls come literally wearing nothing. So it's like inevitable that a titty pops out. Dude, yeah. like seriously, you'd be blown away at some of the there was a chick on there. I want to say in September, it was like her thing was like fit Nala or something like that. Basically, she was a, a fitness chick who was also an OnlyFans chick who dressed up like a like a hentai fox. And she made that um, that that hentai like face with the cross eyes and the tongue out, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, she just did that a lot, and it was it was pretty wild because uh, she used to be like a super Christian chick, and then she moved away from home and she started doing porn. And oh boy, oh god, it got it got it got really. She's got an intense personality. Um, great body though. <laughs> I she's gotta got a great ass. dude. She's got a great <laughs> body, though. I ha- I was like, oh, man, I gotta look at your Instagram because he lists the Instagrams of the. Oh, I get what. So yeah, I a hundred percent agree because a lot of times during the interview part, Tony will start ragging on them for like how they dress or like it looks like you rolled out of a trailer park or like, and it's like oh, I wish I could see what they look like. So then I have to remember, and then I go on YouTube and I'm like, oh, that's who that person. Okay, that's yeah. what that person looks like. I got gotcha. you whatever you got to watch the video for it 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 changes the entire experience okay yeah i have noticed because miss yeti watches kill tony on youtube that it is different when you can actually see the people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i get more time to like uh, listen to something than i do to actually watch something so it is what it is i feel i guess maybe at most maybe just like watch the first 20 minutes because they do like a proper intro and stuff so at least like you can see the face connected to the voice yeah and that will make it a bit easier because oh god, because I tried to listen to one episode on Spotify and I was like, I know how stupid these bitches look. I need to watch this. So I just I waited till I got home and watched it. I understand. I cannot wait for you to watch Edge Runners. It's gonna I'm telling you, if I don't watch it before I come we come back next week, I'm gonna read the fan fiction, man. Are you going to work on your stuff tonight? I'm tired now, man. I'm probably. You know what? Um, there's already a bootleg copy of Aquaman two online. So yeah. what I was doing before I came here is I was making my notes, but I was going through it a second time since the bootleg copy is there, just to see if I pick out anything. So yeah. Uh, no, I'm too tired to keep taking notes. I just kind of want to veg out now. Oh, okay. Quickly, before we go, why don't you smoke on your vape pen and watch Edge Runners and go to sleep? If I do that, then I'm not going to go to sleep. They're 20 minutes long. Yeah, but then I'll just be like, if you say it's that good, then I'm just going to stay up and watch the whole thing, and then my sleep's mm, like, oh, Space it out. Space it out. Give yourself something to look forward to. Dude, dude, you don't understand. Like, just do one. You don't understand. I can't. Scavenger's Rain Man, I said, oh, I'll do one. Then I watched the whole series in, like, okay. basically a night. So and then this I watched time, though. Three times in two weeks, man. So this time, though, so then, like, instead of, Saying that you'll do one, then doing the whole season. Say you'll do one, then watch one, and then go bed. Huh? I don't watch things before I go to bed. Like I think it's that, called though. discipline. I think that's what the kids call it. Oh, don't you throw that fucking shit at me. <laughs> don't you dare. Honestly, before I go to bed, I try not to watch something I'm invested in. Because otherwise I won't go to bed. So like, what I'll do is I'll just like... <sighs> I'll put a video on in the background 
on my phone, and then I'll just put my phone face down, and I'll fall asleep that way. That's how I am with your boy Platoon. Yeah. Did you watch his? Did you start his Marvels video yet? Uh, I've fallen asleep to that nine or ten times. All right. But that's what I mean. It's like, I don't give a shit about the Marvels at all. So that's why him talking about something I don't really care about is perfect to fall asleep to. Yeah, that's what I do with whatever, actually. I I don't really like I'll watch it maybe for like the first 20 minutes, like I said, just so I know the voices. And I put my phone down and I just fall asleep. And then I cycle through the same episode for like three or four nights. Because I'll try to fall asleep listening to like listening to old love lines because I just love old love line. And it's like I get too interested in the callers and like what's happening. And next thing you know, I'm actually listening. And it's been it's like then it starts the next episode. And I'm like, fuck, I know it's an hour and a half long episode. I've been laying here for an hour and a half. Fuck. Whereas was it's like the Marvels. And then you see Carol didn't understand that it's based on it. I'm like, bro. Fucking done. Bro, you gotta go back and listen to that Rings of Power fight. It was it was just hilarious. I'm sorry, it was so dumb and stupid. Nadia was there. Yeah. Yeah. I was it, interested to see how she'd do. She was also very high. Oh. <laughs> Cause she's the type of chick who's like, I like Barbie. Like Barbie's good. Yeah, I was actually kind of disappointed with that stream yesterday because, like, I was like, "Oh, it's because I found out the week before." Lofty was just like, "Yeah, like, I, I'm not, I don't really like love or hate Barbie. I just really like the Ken thing." So I was like, "Oh, this isn't going to be as exciting as the Avatar debate then." And then we get into it, and we basically abandoned Barbie like forty yeah. minutes in. I watched, but you guys were talking about. I did one comment, and they put it up on screen for a second. You guys were talking about how cold it is where people live. And I was oh. like, oh, y'all talking about cold weather? <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I just I just kept I'm just like, y'all, y'all don't even know. Y'all you were zoned know. the fuck out. I was really high. <laughs> I was really high. I was like, yo, Miss Yeti, look at this Bexy Electronica right here. <laughs> and you were just like, Meh. hey guys. <laughs> Nadia fucking messages me. She's like, I took some edibles, but I don't think I could do this. I'm like, are you gonna be high? I'm just like, sure. Just like, I'll get. Is that what she put high. on her sunglasses? They're just super reflective, so you could see everything that was on her screen. Right, I noticed that too. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's probably a bad idea, but I, I sent her a fucking Henry Cavill video image, and she watched it on stream. Like, I could see all of that in your glasses right now. I didn't say anything to her though. <laughs> Um, I was like, "What is?" This? Yeah, I got I got too baked last night. Is what happened. Oopsie, and I, was, I got because Nadia was so nervous, and I got doubly baked for her. Yeah, and then I showed sense. up with my rave glasses and my bread pillow, and I saw you hold your cat at a certain point. Yeah, y'all are talking about Oppenheimer, like you said, and you didn't have you. It was like when we talked about Oppenheimer on this podcast, and you were like, "Pass," and I was like, "What do you mean, pass? You movie review, son of a bitch!" I just don't care anymore. I like, know. I, I talked about it when it came out. Like I, I, I just don't care. I don't care. And then everybody seemed to just kind of agree about stuff. Uh, oh, the chick that was on said a couple different things that she got taken down for that I was, thought that was pretty funny. I forget. She's talking about Oppenheimer. She's like, mm, it should have been more like this and it should have been more like that. And somebody oh, yeah, was like, Lady Balefire. Yeah, yeah. yeah, somebody was like, yeah, uh, that's called foreshadowing. That's why they did that. And she's like, mm, I just feel like and there's something about how like this character should have done X, Y, Z. And it was like, it's a biopic, dude. Like, <laughs> you don't yeah, just don't, go willy nilly with what people did or didn't do. 
Yeah, I don't think that movie was normally her cup of tea, so maybe that's why she interpreted it that way. But uh, I've never heard of that lady before, so I don't know. Yeah, it's apparently she's got a very colorful past, which I'd like to know more about. But there was an instance actually. Colorful how? She's apparently done just like everything. Like, like she was a NASCAR driver at one point. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I know. I drove a NASCAR once. It's fun. Yeah. Um. But there's a point where fucking Zach's asked me like Vex, how would you change Barbie? And I guess Lady Balefire heard it as Lady B. <laughs> how would you change Barbie? Oh, I think I was there for that. <laughs> for three minutes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 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 and she was like, "Oh, wait, Vex," and then you were like, "Huh?" <laughs> I saw that. No, but see, if you want, just like the the, the timestamp is okay, at the top okay, of comments. Okay, okay, okay. Go I see. heard them argue about Avatar, and I was just like really questioning bigger picture things as to like how people can get so invested in something so stupid. Well, I have the same sorts of thoughts when I watch them argue about what was it. Rings of Power. Rings of Power. You want to know what? It, it was even stupider than the Avatar debate. Like... In this way, it wasn't that they were debating about whether Rings of Power was good or bad. It was is what? Rings of Power a prequel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which, it is, right? To, it is, to which I had to stop and ask Lofty because Lofty has fucking weird definitions of things. I'm like, Lofty, what is a prequel? <laughs> like a thing that came before a thing, right? Like, what's his argument? Okay, ne- fuck, you got me. I'm invested now. What was his argument? <laughs> I don't even know because I, I kept asking, like, but wait, Lofty, what is a prequel? You haven't given me a definition. And he's like, it's a non-canon, or sorry, it's a canon adaptation. Oh, God, I can't. It was just a bunch of word jumble that he said, and he was so upset about it. Have you booked him to be here yet? Um, I don't think I have, no. Mm. But all he talks about are movies. That's why I was like, do you really want him on? That I mean, like, yes and no, because here's the thing. We might talk about movies. We might talk about movies for two hours. We might not. And I would love to see, like, Platoon or Lofty talk about it, or Mahler talk about things that aren't movies. Because I don't think I've ever heard any of them talk about something that's not movie related. Like, what the ask, fuck do I they can, do in their spare time? I can ask Lofty if you want, but like, I like I know he just even in his spare time he just he's a cinephile. That's all he does. No hobbies, no stories. Never been arrested. Never had a Game? bad roommate. Never had a shitty boss. He does gaming streams once a week. He was playing uh, the new Avatar game most recently. I heard that that kind of sucks. I did. I heard it was just Far Cry with Avatar World. Uh, that's what I heard too. But then Colin Moyarty from Sacred Symbols played it and said, "No, it is not that." He's like, "That's what I wanted it to be, and it isn't." I watched Lofty play it, and it just it didn't look very in like it looked like a million other games I've already seen and played. I get you, um, because yeah. I mean, I can I can ask Lofty if when's the next open date that we have. January or February, I think. No, because I booked us for like six weeks worth of guests. Yeah, so six weeks would be February, asshole. Not January, because you said January. I said January or February. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) 
Um, okay, let, let's DM me and let me know when the next open date is, and I'll ask if he wants to come on. But yeah, dude, it gets it's only for like the last like hour, I would say, of that podcast, and it just gets so fucking stupid. He can't define what a prequel. I'm just because I've heard him get riled up and argue. It'd be fun to get him riled up, but I don't know, man. I just don't care about movies like he does. Just he doesn't he can't define what a pre- and then today that's why I don't know if you saw it, but I put out that tweet of Matt Walsh from What Is a Woman where he's at the sign, but instead says What Is a Prequel. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> what did he think of that? <laughs> he just liked it. I didn't tag him in it. <laughs> a prequel is just like a thing that came before a thing, right? That's apparently not. <laughs> Like wherever this the main story starts, then you're like, well, this happened before that prequel. Yeah, but apparently that it's there's even a point where it's just like, oh, because I asked, like, wait, isn't there like Aragorn in? Because I haven't seen Rings of Power because I'm not a huge like. We watched it for the podcast. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah, Eh, it it got real bad. Um, yeah, I just don't care about Lord. Like, I like the Lord of the Rings trilogy movies. I think they're good movies, objectively, but I'm just not a diehard fan, so I didn't bother with well, Rings. It sounds of Power. like you like it more than I like it. There you go. Um, so I, I, but I'd heard and I'd seen through like people just posting about it that uh, like maybe a young version of Aragorn was in there. So I asked, like, wait, isn't there like a young version of Aragorn in this? And he's, and Platoon's like, yeah, but it's like it's two thousand years before the events of like the movies. And includes characters that are alluded to in the movie. So I'm like, oh. Aragorn's like not in there. No, no, like people related to him are in. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Sauron's so, in there. Right. So I was like, oh, so it's like a prequel and Lofty fucking lost. <laughs> I don't get why. Is that the thing, though? Nobody understands why? Nobody could understand what his argument was. Is he got the tism? <laughs> he definitely does. <laughs> It was funny though, man. Like I, I that's like the funniest stream I've been on in a while. That so okay. I might check it out. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I, I did snap out of my highness. Um because mm. I'm sitting there watching and I'm like, dude, I like know most of these people on this stream. I want to be invited to talk about movies too, but then it's like I don't know if I have that much to say about movies. Well, I was also going to say, because we had this conversation, I think, when I first came on 8750, but, like, the kiddos was a big thing. So it's kiddos? Like, the kiddos. The kid- oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Right, right, So right. it's like being able to slot X amount of time on certain nights right. is always feasible. Yeah, I can make stuff happen. Like, when you, you were like, would you want to do, what did you want to do with me? Cannoli's Friday podcast. No, you wanted to do your own project, and you were like, "Would you want to?" Oh, help my out? gaming podcast. Yeah, and I was like, "For sure, dude. Like, I'll make time for you." Yeah, I gotta just. Uh, I really want to launch that podcast in twenty twenty four. We just talked about gaming for an hour. <laughs> I know. Clip I it want... and call it your podcast. No, no, I want to do things my way. Oh, ooh, what does that mean? Uh, well, I want to just talk about more than just, you know, one, like I want to, I want to go back to what I was doing before, which is like just collecting the hottest topics and discussing about, talked about the hottest topics this week. I mean, there dude, was a- I got got on destiny today. I got got, I got tricked. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Speaking of what? destiny, didn't you say that someone was working on Anthem again? Yeah, I got fucking tricked. Oh, okay. so this guy that I like to watch who covers destiny stuff, his name is Astacross. He always reads the TWAB. The TWAB is this week at Bungie. TWAB 
Um, he just reads it. It comes out like usually every Tuesday or so. And so he was like, yo, y'all thought that we weren't going to get another TWAB this, this year, but here it is. And this one's a banger. And he, now that I know it was a prank, it all makes sense. But he was like, uh, who's the guy who was ahead in charge of Activision Blizzard up until recently? Bobby Kotick. Yep. He's like, he's taking over as CFO of Bungie. He's getting hired as CFO. And I was like, oh, fuck. And the final shape is getting delayed until March 2025. And I was like, oh, shit. And apparently Bungie acquired the IP for Anthem and they're going to rework Anthem to actually, you know, work. And I was like, dude, this is all huge. And so I start looking all over YouTube and Twitter. Like, is anybody else talking about this? This is fucking massive news and nobody's talking about it. I'm like, well, why Why is Azacross the only one talking about it? And then I realized, hey, he fucking with me. <laughs> and I believed it. Because then I went looking for the TWAB because like it's in, it's on Bungie's app, right? The Destiny app. It's not there. So I go to, bus, to, to their Twitter. It's not there. I was like, shit. <laughs> got had but like he has never done that before so i didn't see it coming no like because i i I saw that i was like wait like i know that bobby kotick is retiring at the end of december that's like we've known that for a year and he's a controversial dude he was in charge of activision blizzard who was handling bungie's ip of destiny makes sense that they have some connections so i was like oh wow I don't I don't think he's because also I'm just thinking like uh, usually timeline wise it's like usually like a, a week at the very least or before someone announces that they're going to a different company or joining it di- or leaks that they're going to a different company. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure I was tricked, but now that I think back to all the things he said, I'm pretty sure I was being tricked. Did you watch the video I sent? Because I sent you what I watched. Dude, it was over an hour long. I was no, not- was it? It was 10 minutes. What's it? I saw many zeros, man. Many zeros. No. Ten minutes. Oh, okay. Well, I saw those zeros and I said no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw that after I got an Aquaman too, and I was like, oh, I, I, I don't, don't just send you every little goddamn thing I see on the internet, and I'm like, Bex is like this, Bex is like that. I, I, they're curated. I just wanted to see if you thought that he was fucking around too or not. That's all. Well, I just saw the the Bobby Kotick headline going to Destiny. First of all, working on Anthem, bruh, they released it and ditched it as quickly as it came out. <laughs> and plus, like, it's EA owns it. It was made by Bioware. What the fuck would Bungie have to do with any of that? There we go. And Bobby Kotick going to Bungie. He hasn't even left fucking um, uh, Activision Blizzard yet, technically. So why would he already be announcing that he's going there? Like that's yeah professionally yeah. not what what usually happens at all. So yeah, I think just- I just got pranked. So I went over to the Discord because I was like, dude, Final Shape got pushed back an entire year. This is fucking crazy. I was like, it's gonna be really good, but it got pushed back a year. And then I was like, so I went and deleted it <laughs> before anybody noticed. I think so. I didn't look like such such a chode. <clears throat> Yeah, do you like, you know, if it's April 1st, I'd be like, he's fucking with me, but it's fucking end of December. Right before Christmas, man. (laughs) They can't all be presents. (laughs) Anyway, Vex has been fun. Yeah, we we said that we were going to wrap it up an hour ago, and... That's the way it always goes. I can always see Kate 
when we're like, well, we could wrap it up real quick so you can email your lawyer. By the way, don't forget to email your lawyer. Oh, thanks. and then I can see Kate looking at her phone being like two hours and 10 minutes left in the podcast. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't remember this podcast is called the creamy saga. No, it's called have a creamy day. Oh, but like, because it's like four hours long, it just let's it... incorporate it into Christmas. Have a creamy Christmas or creamy Christmas. Creamy Christmas that rolls off the tongue much nicer. It is Christmas time. And people often do have creamy things like eggnog. Creamy Christmas. Creamy Christmas. But we technically never said that until now. <sighs> as long as it's said sometime, it doesn't matter. Because you did say the creamy saga. By the way, you coming up with like little scenarios, like three of them, was fucking genius. <laughs> it was so good. You're welcome. <laughs> and you would think like you'd be able to do it once and then you probably couldn't do it a good time the second time. No way you could do it three times, but all three were fucking hilarious. Especially <laughs> when I was like, when you're like, he's bent over a car, and I'm like, what kind of car was it? Like, that would be it. <laughs> like, that's a good comedic back and forth right there. That is good. <laughs> you're welcome. It's, I'm not. I'm not a pussy. There you go, man. I don't. I got you. Good times. All right. Later, boner. Later, boner. <laughs>